February 20th, welcome back to Edgework. I'm Zach Phillips, joined here today by Matt Russell, Alex Moretto. We'll break down the eight NHL games ahead of us on the schedule here tonight, give out our best bets, as well as kick things off with a little bit of Canucks talk, what's going on out there in Vancouver. But before we can get into any of that, I want to remind you that Today's show, as always, is sponsored by BetStamp. The easiest way to improve as a sports better is by using multiple sports books and always getting the best odds. We recommend using an odds comparison tool like BetStamp to help you do so. BetStamp compares odds across every sports book, whether it's for games, futures, or player props. You can save time and money by checking BetStamp before you bet. So make sure to download the app today. It is available on iOS, Android, as well as on the web. If you are looking to sign up for a new sportsbook account, please check out the offers available at betstamp.app slash edgework. That's betstamp.app slash edgework. Signing up through there does help support the show. Now, shout out to everyone who's watching right now. If you are and you haven't hit that like button, please do so. Hit the like button. Subscribe here to the channel. We'll get through the games. We'll answer questions here in the chat throughout the course of the show. Recap our night last night. But before we can do that, I also put up a poll here in the chat. Uh, I, I uh, put it up in YouTube. So if you are watching live, you should be able to respond to that. Is this the beginning of the end for Vancouver? There are three options here. One, I gotta vote. they're cooked. All right. <laughs> Two, just a that. bit of regression. Come on. Three, three, small blip. They're fine. Matt. You are our Tuesday Vancouver fan. I mean, somehow, Moretto, you've managed to schedule Vancouver fans basically throughout the week, other than Wednesday here. I mean, money, uh, Monday, so money. Tuesday, Matt. Thursday, so money. Friday, so money. Like, you just bombarded me with Canucks Some fans. might say I cornered the market <laughs> on Canucks fans. Some might say that. <laughs> Some might say that. <laughs> Matt, uh, what's going on with these Canucks, and, uh, and is this cause for concern out there uh, okay so first of all you know i don't love the term fan um you know at this point you're an observer a passionate observer i refer to them as the team of my youth right so i, right. I might be i might be a tommy because uh, they're a team of my youth right T -M -M -Y. um i will play for the purposes of the content and, and the show <laughs> i will play the the fan role the maybe call in radio show type role uh so if you could refer to me going forward as matt from north delta um, that would okay. be great. <laughs> um so first time long time uh this is a situation with the cunts like I, I know actually losing games um is a bit of a concern like when you're not putting up two points towards the standings every single game people can get a little uh, nervous that being said, this last couple of weeks since the All-Star game, you know, and I'm paying a little bit more attention, right, as as a Tommy of the uh, of the Canucks, paying a little more attention here down the stretch. Obviously, football season ending. We're also obviously getting closer to the, the NHL season uh, ending. And then, of course, like, you got you playoff time. That's where everybody's super locked in on hockey. And so as I'm watching all of these teams down the stretch, I'm kind of sort of like weeding out a couple of things. One thing that I'm weeding out is games against teams that are no longer in contention for the playoffs, right? Because it's like, what am I supposed to take from a game against the Blackhawks, for example? And, you know, we've talked about the Avalanche. We'll talk about them a little bit later, later on in the show today, because guess what? They play the Canucks tonight. You know, that's a team that I've been harsh about, you know, on the stream last week and on the show on, on Tuesday. But, like, when are they actually going to beat one of these teams that they might have to see come playoff time. So fundamentally, I'm watching these games going, how is the result and how is the way that these teams are playing going to extrapolate to teams that they play in the playoffs? And so the Canucks have had, you know, some interesting matchups here, right? You know, Bruins, Jets, you know, Wilds, you know, probably a better team than their standings certainly show. You can make the case Detroit is probably a worse team than their standings show. Um, mm -hmm. And so when I look at these games, I go, okay, I'm, I'm watching the game. Okay, is this going to, is, is anything that I watch here going to necessarily connect to something come the playoffs and you know let's go through the four games that they've lost since the all-star break right so the first one you know boston they lose four to nothing so if you're not paying attention to that game you go oh you know classic canucks they go to boston they lose four to nothing they give up two shorthanded goals in the first period of that game right is that something we can expect to see if you were boston would you is, is, that, is that something that you'd expect to rely on come playoff time in a game that you know the Canucks were otherwise I think 53 percent expected goals that even strengthened that game so you know you have those two you get down to nothing on shorthanded goals in Boston 
you're going to be, you know, you're not going to win a ton of those games, right? If you could tell me that any team tonight was going to get two shorthanded goals before the game started, guess what? I'm going to bet on that team. And honestly, I don't really care about what the price is if you're guaranteeing me that circumstance. Then they go right. to Detroit. They're 60% at expected goals. And Alex will reference the Canucks rarity of being sort of on the, on the heavy end of the metric, uh, you know, community. Right. And so they, they end up 60% in that game. They start Casey to Smith. He gives up four goals on 28 shots, you know, anything involving Casey to Smith, like I'm not going to think too much of. And then of course you get an overtime penalty shot winner where we had, of course, the most egregious act in the history of hockey with the uh, gritty, from Jake Hallman. He's lucky to make it out alive last week, uh, last Thursday. Um, how dare he? You know, and so that's a game where it's like, you know, if they have Demko, like normally you win a lot of games where you're 60%. Then they have Winnipeg on Saturday night. And that was a really interesting game and a really sort of fun game to watch. Had that playoff atmosphere, which ideally if we could get all of these teams that are playoff teams, particularly in matchups, you know, within the conference, if we get them all playing those type of games, like, how much fun is the, with the last month and a half of the season be? Unfortunately, that's probably not going to happen. We're not going to get that same intensity, but we got that intensity. Problem for the Canucks as they went uh, 65% in the expected goals at even strength in that game was that the Jets scored two out of three on power plays. I would argue shaky calls in those situations. There were some weird penalty calls on both sides in that game. And the Canucks were among, you know, in a period of time where they think they were 0 for 20 uh, on the power play in that segment. So it's like you've got a couple of outlier circumstances. And then, of course, we get to yesterday where you give up four power play goals in two minutes and 17 seconds. And the thing about giving up four power play goals in two minutes and 17 seconds is that referees have to call at least four penalties on you in two minutes and 17 seconds, which, you know, you can make a case, obviously, whether each individual one was sort of worth it. JT Miller with a delay of game, which obviously is a black and white call. But like, you know, if you're the wild, are you going to rely on four five on three power plays throughout the game? Right. Again, if any team, if you can promise me any team gets four five on three power plays yeah. in any of these games. So, you know, whether it's sort of backup goaltender being a 60 percent you know, expected goal share against Detroit, you know, dominating five on five against the Jets. You know, that was a tie game two two going into the third and they get a couple of odd man rushes. You know, there was an erroneous sort of hit attempt that turned into a two-on-one that that they that the Canucks paid for. Like all of these, these four games are very sort of fluky in their own little way, where they weren't something that you could necessarily translate to the playoffs. Now, does that necessarily mean you know the Canucks are some sort of you know juggernaut that that can't be stopped come going into the playoffs? No, of course not. But nothing's really changed from earlier on in the season when they were actually putting together these you know win streaks and point streaks, and and it wasn't. Uh, you know, or it, it felt unusual when they wouldn't get two points from a game, right? And so, you know, I just look at it and I go, like, man, this is kind of a weird two weeks for for that team. And you know, we'll see going forward. You know, we'll talk about tonight's game and the irony of of I think where maybe both of us stand on tonight's game, but certainly me, um, as far as where the right side is from a betting perspective. But yeah, I, I, you know, I don't think there's anything that's changed necessarily from from prior to the all-star break, for example, right? And so, you know, you might not have the Canucks before the all-star break. And that's certainly well, you know, within within your right, because they had similar metrics to a team uh, like the Vegas Golden Knights last year, who nobody liked either, including myself. And they won the Stanley yeah. Cup. So, yeah, I just remember looking back at, that, at, the, at the Golden Knights winning that Stanley Cup and being like, man, like, why do they get the team that... I don't want to use the term fluke or whatever, right? But like has bad metrics and wins the Stanley Cup anyway. Like why why do they get and then now all of a sudden the Canucks are that team this year? And so it's like, well, you yeah. know, you just got what you asked for in this case, right? You, the team that maybe doesn't have the metrics that necessarily we'd ideally like or sort of translates to, you know, being as uh, favored as much as they are, or in tonight's case, an underdog by not as much as they probably should be. You know, you go, okay, as a fan or as a Tommy. You go, okay, I've been waiting 40 years for this, for, for a team to sort of, you know, kind of accidentally be good uh, or, or at least get the results. But they haven't gotten Well, Matt, I think you convinced uh, those in the chat because you see here the poll has now swung in your direction. Small blip, they're fine. Uh, it seems like people have now listened to you, processed the information, and applying that themselves. And I, I would also agree with Charles here, though, but because I, I think I'm in a differing opinion. I think 
I think you as a Tommy, as you've described yourself and so many as a fan, I think you guys might be in for one here as you now dip off and pass the power over to the eastern side of Canada, to the Toronto Maple Leafs. And now the Leafs will continue to roll. That's what's going to happen here. We're taking it from Vancouver, Morgan Riley out. It does not matter. Four straight for the Maple Leafs here. So that's what I'm going to ride off of. And uh, some of that dips over to Montreal for that Pasternak, uh, Marchand, Bergeron first line that they've got going on. So just a little sprinkle over there, but that power, that voodoo is t being taken away from the Canucks. I think. Where where was Riley? Where was Riley born? He was just Vancouver straight up, or was there was there a suburb? Well, yeah, he brought he, he brought it, he brought it, the. Uh, can we get him to call in voodoo and, over to Toronto? <laughs> yeah, can we get him to call in Morgan from Coquitlam or something like that? Like what do we? <laughs> I guess it's just All right. proper. Whatever. Let's get into the games here today. We do have eight. We've got a bunch of best bets that we'll get into. As Peter says, sorry you're late. All good, Peter. Smash the like button, subscribe, unders for The yeah. Undertaker, etc. Yes, let's get into the games here tonight. Uh, for those of you who are watching yesterday, or if you missed yesterday, just a brief recap on what went on. <laughs> this is a good comment here. Sorry. I just saw this one pop, pop up. after neck. <laughs> <laughs> uh that's good uh last night two and five nights seven best bets given that we go two and five we are transparent here you can see that uh whether it's a, by the bet stamp account that we have over in the find better section as edgework hq you can see all the picks that we have how we've done on a nightly basis daily weekly whatever it is you can see it all in there but we also do recap it here on the show so two and five day yesterday uh not the greatest night for us but that being said we still are 245 243 and five on the season that's 493 bets, and with that, we are at a 5.9% ROI and up 29 units on the year. So let's there, keep that we'll rolling get that over, We'll get that over 6% after tonight. Were there a lot of unders taken for yesterday? Because anybody with the under uh, yesterday came home in a body bag. So uh, hard, to, hard to beat. In the there area. was one under. One oh. under yesterday. It was uh, Anaheim Buffalo under six and a half, and that one finished four three. So oh. lose that one uh, by the hook, as some might say. By the hook, we lost under six and a half in an NHL game. Tough, tough. I, uh, but I had we'll three unders it. yesterday, Matt, and I actually lived to live to hear, lived to win one of them. I went zero uh, <laughs> and two on the first one. They lost by about a hundred goals, and uh, and then that third one, I was like, well, there's no point. Um, yeah, we I actually won one say, yesterday, so that's nice. I, I thought you were going to say you got two out of two out of three. Out of no, three. definitely the not. Definitely thing I've not. Ever heard in my life. <laughs> All right, I tell you, I tell you who's really hurting tonight. after. Sorry, Zach. I tell, I tell you who's really hurting after uh, yesterday's goal explosion. Tim Hortons, just handing out those. Points. Yeah, yeah, mm. yes, handing out, <laughs> yeah. Those, handing out those points. Yeah, Tim's picks. I really, really got to get on that. I got to download this app. Is that not what we're you doing do. at the end of the show? Are we putting together an Edgework team, uh, Tim Hortons app? No uh, free ads. Goal? No goal free ads. You know, no I, think they're, ads. I think they're going to be fine uh, without, <laughs> with or without any sort of complimentary. Uh, can't tell people what Tim Hortons is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, free, no free ads. As long as they don't walk 400 meters anywhere they uh they anywhere never in canada yeah, unless you live uh, unless you live where i live where uh there's only one tim hortons in uh within like a 20 minute drive and it's absolutely rammed all the time because of it <laughs> that's i think that's what we call an innisfil problem not a yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah i i can tell you for sure i do not have that issue right now um whether it's starbucks or tim's i could probably swing from vines from one to the other uh, that's how close they are here. <laughs> well, don't, don't spoil Thursday's live stream, Zach. That's... <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Uh, all right. Um, first and foremost, let's start with the Pittsburgh Penguins here. We'll go through the 7 o'clock games, move on, try to go chronologically a little bit here. Uh, the Penguins hosting the Islanders here tonight. Pittsburgh minus 129, the Islanders plus 120, and we see a total of 5.5 right now. There are some sixes plus money to the over on those sixes. Uh, but Matt, you teased a little bit some of the games that you've got that you're looking at here tonight. You are interested in this Pittsburgh game. Uh, and where would that interest come and why? Yeah, I'm on the Pens tonight. Uh, I have them, I mean, I have them 59% to win the game. I bet it at minus 139 or better. 
you can see there are some you know minus 140s there which is sort of a fair price so anything better uh in the market as you can see there's some 129 like i said there's still minus 129 so that's good uh more popular i guess minus 135 so yeah a couple of percentage points of value nothing necessarily crazy you know i mean is that because Jake Gensel is out? I, you know, I find it hard to believe that I'm getting value on, on Pittsburgh because of that reason. Um, so, you know, listen, they lost to the Kings on Saturday. Do we think that's a good win, a, a, you know, a good loss, a bad loss, whatever? Like, do we know anything about what the Kings are up to these days as far as, like, are they the team we thought they were going to be? Are they not? You know, I'm not going to beat the Penguins up, up you know, over that. Um, you know, obviously there's, what, three-game losing streak in there. Uh, obviously a win over the Blackhawks, which you know means they just showed up to Chicago to play. You automatically get two points there, regardless of what Connor Bedard does. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, honestly, it's just a couple of percentage points of value here. And, you know, <laughs> mid-February, that's certainly enough for me to take a team that, you know, I still think, you know, they're they're thinking in that room that they have a chance to make the playoffs. So, you know, yeah. I'm not going to sell the Penguins here at any point. Um, and if I can get a couple of percentage points of value, I'm going to take it. Um, we'll lock in the minus 129. Moretto, you, before the show, you were contemplating the Penguins here. Did Matt do a good enough job selling them to you for you to get on board now? <laughs> no. He did. Like, price-wise <laughs> and everything, um, I completely agree that the pens are the right side and it would be pens or nothing. My, like, narrative take that's kind of keeping me off of this right now is that um, obviously the leadership in that pens room is is very good, so you don't have to maybe doubt that, but... I don't know. They just feel like a team that's kind of trending in the wrong direction. Um, maybe reaching a point here where they're like, you know, Gensel's out. They've lost a bunch of games in a row. They're like are now face a significant uphill climb. Maybe it's like kind of a fuck it, we're done situation. And it's like, who's more motivated here where you got an Islanders team coming off that really tough loss um, against the Rangers, blowing it late. And then, you know, it's narrative V2, but like, Patrick Wall, like, how does he get this team to respond? Um, I think Sullivan's a great coach, too, but, like, he's also been around there for a long time. At some point, you sort of tune out a voice like that eventually. Um, maybe, you know, maybe Wall has his team ready to go a little bit more. Uh, Price-wise, again, Penguins for sure. It's Penguins or nothing. I'm just, like, a little bit worried about the direction they're heading. Um, and maybe, I not that the Islanders are heading in a great direction and their numbers lately have been pretty bad. At one point, you'd like to think they'd figure it out under Patrick Wall. Um, I don't think that's going to happen overnight into tonight. But, like, again, just kind of interested to see how they respond to that that loss to the Rangers uh, in that outdoor game on Sunday. So I haven't bet it yet. Um, but, yeah, pens are nothing. Just haven't got there yet. Yeah, and coming off these two, the, you know, both teams coming off losses, but kind of in different ways, right, where the Islanders kind of got kicked in the uh, undercarriage, if you will, right? And so, like, what's the response to that versus – you know, this, the Penguins losing that game that, you know, to be honest with you from, again, you know, metric standpoint, probably didn't deserve to win necessarily. I think they were something like, I think like they were like 36% or something like that expected goals for in that game, but had a one nothing lead, I believe, um, late into that game. But, mm -hmm. you know, you, you obviously mentioning those losses at Minnesota, at Winnipeg and against Florida. You know, Florida's an absolute wagon at this point, right? Yeah. So, like, those three games are, you know, are, are, are pretty excusable going into the Chicago one, which, of course, like I said, is kind of a complimentary two points. So, you know, I, I think you're right. Like, I'm definitely on give up watch, but I think that kind of happens later in the season, especially with, I mean, this season's going right till what, like April 18th or something like that. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, as much as it feels yeah. like we've been doing this for a while, we still have a while to go. And there are some teams in that wild card in the East that, that are pretty vulnerable that, you know, I think if, listen, if they don't make the playoffs, then it'd be interesting to see what, uh, what Alex's boy Dubas does as far as, you know, the coach is concerned and maybe some of the veterans, et cetera, and not like Sidney Crosby's going anywhere, but you know, how much more does Malkin necessarily have? You know, I think oh, that's Crosby's something that's not being traded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, like, yes, in the offseason, yeah, it's like, well, he's now on the Minnesota Wild. Um, yeah, yes. so I, you know, I think that's <laughs> threw up in your mouth a little bit there. Uh, yeah, I think that's something to like watch for. I just don't think like the losses to Jets, Wild, uh, Jets, Wild, Panthers, um, and Kings necessarily signify that. But man, this would probably this would be kind of a, a bad sign if they lose a home game to the Islanders. 
you know, with, yeah. you know, Montreal and Philly on deck at home, like this kind of feels like a six pointer, this next, like three, these next three games kind of feel six point, you know, if you get these six points, like now you kind of got something going. I mean, they're, then they have to go to Vancouver and of course, you know, who's, how, how could they possibly uh, win that game? But you know, this is a, a week where it's time to kind of make a bit of a, a, a statement here as far as like, we're not quite done uh, just yet. Yeah, you don't want to like make it bigger than it is, but this does feel sort of must winish for Pittsburgh and yeah. for their playoff hopes because you lose this game, you're all of a sudden like you're I think like six points back of the Isles. Um, you have a couple games in hand, but you already have enough ground to make up. The Isles aren't even in a playoff spot themselves, so it just feels sort of like you lose this game and um, season's not done, but you're putting yourself in a very very difficult situation it feels like a game especially having played sort of as poorly as they did on saturday you know sort of again relative to the metrics like that a you are going to bring your best foot forward and you need to and if you don't win this game like that's an indicator that like you probably just don't have it regardless of like who's in the locker room or you know what the names are on the back of the jerseys mm-hmm all right, Penguins money line minus one twenty nine. We lock in. We will recap all the picks at the very end of the show. So if you miss any or you're confused about what was going on, don't worry about that. We will go through them all at the very end as well. If you want to track everything that we give out on the show, you can head over to the Bet Stamp app and find us in the Find Better section as Edgework HQ. Now, before we go to the next game here, just quickly, less than half the people watching the show right now have hit the like button on the stream. It's not good enough. Let's get it above 50%. I mean, we're trying to we're trying to kind of match the Canucks shooting percentage here on the show with likes to viewers. So if we 80%. can get into that insane range that just makes no sense, that's kind of where we want to be. That's where we want to be. So keep hitting that like button if you are watching right now. Uh, but let's move on here to another game in the 7 o'clock window, and that will be with the Washington Capitals hosting the New Jersey Devils. Washington plus 153. The Devils minus 160 and totals at six and a half all the way across the board. Uh, Moretto, what is it that you're looking at in this game between the Devils and the uh, Capitals tonight? So we got some uh, encouraging news, um, according to Jordan in the chat. I'm just pulling up the thing here, but Lindgren starting is, uh, or first off, so likely starting is very good news for this bet, in my opinion, because he has turned into something of a pumpkin. Um I think that the over is a, a good play here, and I am on the over. Um, I like this. Penny, you can get minus 101 right now. I think that's a good bet. This is a really high event Devils team. Um, I mean, like to a level that we haven't really seen from anyone lately. The last 30 days, they're the runaway leaders and expected goals for per 60 at uh, five on five. I mean, they've got like 3.4, significantly higher than the second place team. But they're also bleeding chances against um, fourth and expected goals against a five on five over three goals. Again, per 60 at five on five, they're giving up right now. And we've seen the Capitals right now sort of trend a little bit. Like This is a team that I had marked as a dead under team for a while. Um, we've seen a significant sort of transition right now where they are starting to generate their own offense, which is something we hadn't seen from them for a while. Small sample, but, um, you know, last three games they've averaged uh, over 2.8 expected goals for um, at five on five against teams like Vancouver, Montreal, Colorado. Montreal, obviously not the best defensive team. Vancouver, very good there. Um, but the Devils aren't a good defensive team either. So there you go. So I see no reason why that shouldn't continue. Really just, and defensively, they're kind of bleeding chances too. Definitely, I mean, we've seen teams that are good defensively just get absolutely caved by the uh, Devils lately. So I think this should be a really back and forth game. Um, I don't know that the Capitals can necessarily keep pace, but I think they can definitely generate enough offense to contribute and at least help contribute to the total with whatever the Devils can uh, can put forth here. And I think that uh, this over six and a half should, should get home, hopefully pretty comfortably. Um, Lindgren is a guy who we saw had a really, really nice start to the season. It was pretty solid for a while. Um, since he's come back from injury, he's really struggled. He's looked kind of like the Charlie Lindgren who didn't have a job or didn't have a starting job in the NHL until, you know, over the age of 30. So uh, I kind of, you kind of see why he's been a bit more of a journeyman here, um, kind of regressing to the mean a little bit. So yeah, I think uh, over six and a half here is a strong bet. You uh, do you have any worries that you're losing your identity a little bit over the last like two weeks? I feel like there's been way more overs mixed into it mixed into the betting patterns that's been going on for you here, Moretto. 
I mean, I love a nice under, but uh, I wish teams could start playing some defense. And the worst part is the teams that play defense are teams that are scoring on like 70%. Like the Red Wings, I can't bet another Red Wings under right now and not want to take a bath with my toaster. This has been just a disaster. <laughs> These fucking Red Wings unders, man. These teams like the Red Wings and Blues that are generating absolutely no offense, their games just continue to to go over. Um Anyways, eventually I do have uh, I do have a couple unders coming up later today, so we'll we'll try and get back to that. But yeah, I uh, I've been very frustrated by um, the amount of goals that have been scored lately in this NHL. It's like no one can make a save. Uh, yeah, good stuff. And losing our identity. I mean, isn't that isn't that the, something that's we all tough. struggle with? On yeah, a, that's a, on a we're getting case? deep. We're getting you know? deep on today's show. Am I who I used to be? Is that a good thing? You know. Where is where is the balance between losing one's identity and developing as a human being? You know, something to think about out there. Uh, Matt, do you have any opinion on uh, no. Mr. Cordell's Devils here tonight? No, I don't. Uh, okay. No, uh, only because honestly, the money line price is like fair to me. Um, yeah. Alex mentioned obviously the the degrading of the degradation of the Capitals' goaltending situation, making them less interesting as a as a home underdog they are the only home underdog tonight you would think that we would play the clip but no we are not going to play the clip um in this one so fair price and uh you know we'll let alex uh, hope for goals in this one all right well let's talk about the team that uh took down your canucks last night in dramatic fashion leading the game that's leading us to have to debate here whether or not we're, this is the beginning of the end for this team uh, but it seems like the chat is still kind of in that position. Uh, 38% still just a small blip. So it seems like you're okay. Uh, but the Winnipeg Jets are hosting the Minnesota Wild here tonight. Winnipeg minus 149. The Wild plus 135. Total five and a half here again. Uh, yet another spattering of sixes across the board. There are a few out there. Matt, what are your thoughts on this game? And is there any way that you're getting involved in this one? Yeah, I like I I've got some some value on the wild here. This is a team, you know, yesterday notwithstanding when they were donated all sorts of uh, two man advantages um, for for what felt like forever. Uh, it's a team that is playing a little bit better, obviously, you know, better relative to earlier on in the season where they got them, you know, their coach fired and their star player was out for a couple of weeks. So, you know, that bar is a little bit you know, easy to necessarily hop over, but you know, why I shouldn't say why, cause I know the answer because the jets won the game on Saturday, but like, why is, why is there no poll about the jets, Zach? Why is there no poll about the jets? Because honestly, that's a team that, you know, by and large, at least from an even strength perspective, got dominated uh, on Saturday. And then they end up you know, getting, like I said, a couple of uh, late, you know, uh, transition goals to, to sort of save the day and save their reputation. Um, you know, it's a Jets team that I think is the team that's sort of kind of coming back to um, where their pre-season rating was, which was, you know, outside of a playoff position and was just sort of, you know, kind of just a league average team. Uh, they got, I think, as high as sort of 15% above average in the, in the betting market. They're kind of down to sort of toggling between 10 and 5%. Uh, and with the Wild here being kind of, you know, a team that I think is, you know, kind of a bet on team here going forward rated as a below average team that I still have as a slightly above average team. Um, there's, yeah, there's some percentage points of value here. I would play it down to, let's uh, down to plus 120. So, you know, listen, there's no, <laughs> there's no egregious deals at this time of year or, or really ever in the NHL. Cause you never know, but uh, at a best available plus 135 at a, at a pretty commonly used book, like, yeah, plus 135, I think is a great number for the, for the wild tonight. Doesn't, you know, doesn't guarantee him a victory. Uh, Lord knows, and certainly doesn't guarantee them four uh, five on threes, but uh, we can keep our fingers crossed. Yeah, we'll lock in the plus 135. And uh, briefly, you see, you're wondering why no one's asking about the Winnipeg Jets or why the poll's not about the Winnipeg Jets. A relevant team in Canada, Matt. We're not going to waste our time on that. People, the Senators and the Winnipeg Jets, you can't get fans in your stands in a Canadian city. We're not going to put polls up about you. We don't that's care. Right. That's that's the reality of it. Uh, I mean, losing 6-3 to the Flames yesterday. Where's the trial there, Zach? Where, why aren't we putting <laughs> them on the stand? Would have been 6-0 if they hadn't traded for Sean Monaghan. <laughs> <laughs> that's true yeah I mean, exactly exactly uh moreto you were uh you were also interested in this game as well here um I i'm gonna ask again has matt convinced you yet again here on another side 
I uh, I do really agree with uh, the whole handicap. I agree with the Wilds being a bet on team right now. I agree with the Jets being a fade kind of team right now. Um, they're playing really good hockey, the Wilds. They're clawing their way back into uh, the wild card race. And honestly, my money right now would be on them to make it out of uh, you look at the team sort of competing for that second wild card spot, assuming LA gets in, then it would be like them, Seattle, Nashville. Uh, I don't want to do this to my predators, but I think the wild are a better team. And I think the wild would, uh, would be my bet right now to, to claim that last spot. Um, I think the price is a little bit high. I do agree with the wild being a team to back in this situation, both teams on a back to back. Um, we see Hellebuck bail out the Jets pretty regularly too. They won't necessarily have that to lean on here. Uh, Gustafson's been the better of the two goalies for them, but for the wild, but I think, you, you know, you don't hate getting flurry in that. Yeah, it's uh, it's wild or nothing for me. I think them just they're really, really, really trending in the right direction. And honestly, like they have great fans, great arena when that team is good. Um, they're a team that that would be cool to kind of see uh, find their way back into the playoffs again. I wouldn't mind seeing you know Felino <laughs> go take a run at someone in the first round and make things plus, a little bit spicy. Plus three fifty to make the playoffs for the Minnesota. <laughs> well, I am a Vikings fan, so you know I want to see uh, my fellow Vikings fans have have some joy in their lives. So I'm sure a Can lot we, of them are. are Matt, wild please fans. read the screen. Please read the screen. <laughs> the Minnesota Wild. I just got I got so excited for a second there because I need to get this out on the streets. Like they are two points behind the St. Louis Blues in the wild card, and they are. Oh, the Blues are dog get... water. The Blues suck. And the Blues like, are the worst of those four teams <laughs> that I mentioned by a mile. And that's they're they're point. not a good hockey team. Plus three fifty to make the playoffs. Yeah. I, like what? Like what am I missing? Like literally somebody t- and and it's not like the the game. Uh, the game played and the games remaining is anything crazy. Everybody's between 55 and the Calgary at 56. And, you know, they're a point behind like what, why are we, can we, can we lock this in plus three fifty to make the playoffs? I want to lock that into, to the app. I, I, I would, uh, <laughs> I would agree with that. That's a very, very good bet. Uh, what are the blues to not make the playoffs? Cause that's another bet I'd like to make. That team is Pretty brutal. Um, Minus they, their underlying numbers have been awful for a while. And I bet on their point total under a few times, like their kind of live point total at the all-star break and stuff. Uh, I think it might still be up at Caesars if if you have that. Um it pretty sure they've been keeping those point totals up, but uh but yeah, blues under blues, blues fade in every single which way, which is why this whole sort of also least little run has been hilarious because they've won four in a row and they're all of a sudden back to winning the cup. But they beat the Blues twice, the Ducks, and all squeaked right, by the Lions in overtime. No, no, no. Let's not bring I had to fight with people about this yesterday. Team. We're not doing that. I had to fight with people about this yesterday after the game. I'm like, look, we played the St. Louis, the Ducks, and then, yeah, okay, the Flyers, which who are playing well right now. But, like, what are we talking about here? And then people are like, why can't we be happy with wins? Like, all right, fuck. Get out. That's enough. That's enough. Can't well, do this I mean, now. Listen, God forbid you don't put two points in the standings. To, they'll, write, they'll send a poll up about you. Um, <laughs> Since Jen, minus... just aside to that fade in the Blues thing, honestly, minus 270, I would lay that on them to uh, to not make the playoffs <laughs> because since, since January 1st, 40%. 40.6% expected goal share uh, at 5 on 5, the worst in the NHL. And they're a team that is, I think, has been a little bit vocal about the fact that they are willing to sell at the deadline. So they're probably going to get worse. You got to <laughs> highlight Jordan's comment there, Zach. Yeah, we've got maybe one of the best comments I've seen <laughs> ever. Jordan says, rank them. The Dallas Starettos, <laughs> the Nashville <laughs> Mereditors, <laughs> and the Meredith Wilds. Well, I mean, come on, we got our we got our stars, we got our stars always. I saw that beautiful thumbnail you put together today. Um, poor, poor Jamie Ben. Hopefully, he never has to see that. That's 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 a tough look for him. <laughs> that's a this good is the real. This is the real one. The Florida Panthers. That is my that is my real team right now. What's the that is uh that is the. <laughs> The uh, the Panthers and their success this season will dictate what my net worth is by the end of uh, by the end of May or early June. <laughs> you didn't you didn't uh, you didn't like the the stars <laughs> or Jamie Ben man. Oh, that's a tough one. That is a tough yeah, one. yeah. 
<laughs> All right, a uh, couple more games that we've got bets in here. Um, <laughs> we'll continue to move on. Uh, let's take a look now at the Vancouver Canucks. We have not talked about them enough here on the uh, on the show to, on the show today. So let's move on to the uh, Canucks Avalanche game, where the Avalanche are hosting Vancouver here, minus one forty one. The Canucks coming in plus one twenty seven. A total of six and a half. Matt, take the floor here. Uh, talk to us about what's going on with this Canucks Avalanche game and where the number currently sits at. Yeah, and listen, for for everything that I said about the sky not falling and, you know, things getting a little bit weird in February and don't worry about the Canucks, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, I like the abs tonight. So, you know, uh, sweet, right? <laughs> uh, now, that being said, I liked the abs this morning when it was, it was minus 135 available. So, you know, the good news is when you see a price that seems short, you take that price and then you bet it and it goes, you know, up. And then at least you were correct in realizing that that price was, in fact, too short. I still think it is too short. Um, I would play this, honestly, there isn't going to be a number, I don't think, that I wouldn't I wouldn't play it. I will say that the back-to-back element, um, down a notch, obviously, because of Demko not uh, playing in that game, right? That was, by the way, yet another Casey DeSmith game. Um, didn't even reference Mr. DeSmith because I don't think it was necessarily his fault that uh, a million goals got scored. Things got weird in that uh, four-minute period of time. Um, yes, the Colorado uh, Avalanche, uh, I think, are the play here. Even uh, not at the best price, but certainly anything kind of... I mean, listen, what do we got? Minus 150 here is the worst price available. Yeah, I, you know, I, I guess the part of it is like I'm going to dare the Avalanche to actually win one of these games that we've kind of been talking about as far as they never win these uh, these games against, quote unquote, like contenders or or playoff style teams. And I'm just wondering why everybody's like in love with them so much. And maybe that is what has sort of drawn this price down to a point where, you know, I think this is probably the lowest this matchup would ever kind of look um, this season at, at minus 150 or better. So, yeah, it's with a heavy heart that I advise uh, as a responsible, uh, you know, better that the Avalanche are probably the right side at this given price. I feel like it is okay, a so Well, <laughs> yeah. it's tough. It's a tough scene. Nobody likes it. I'm going to be, Moretto, Albert, and I are going to be wearing black tomorrow, all black. Uh, yeah, on the show. either way. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't just hear with a heavy heart. I felt like I felt that, you know, like it wasn't <laughs> yeah, just the words. Like there was, there was, there was a lot behind those words. Yeah. Well, it's, it's tough. <laughs> well, I, Avs minus 141, if you've been following along with the theme of the show here today, Russell has a side that he likes. We lock it in. Amaretto has had interest. Has he done a good enough job here yet again for the third time on a side to convince you on the avalanche on the money line side? I Avs are nothing, but I'm not going to curse Russell here with any <laughs> double best bets. We're not... We're taking things seriously after that. last Tuesday's two and seven. Yeah. This is not, we're not, we're yeah. not sucking around anymore. We're, uh, yeah. We're going to try gonna, this time. All right. We're going to try. February we're 20th. We are trying on this show. <laughs> there are no double best bets. Not a single one. It took 493 um, picks for us to start trying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nobody. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody we're going to get that ROI over 10 before the end of the regular season. Don't worry. Once the Wild make the playoffs, that plus 350, six units. Um, but nobody, no, yes, I do agree with the, uh, I do agree with the abs here. Um, my only concern is the fact that, uh, and this is a concern for the bet I'm on in this game too, which is I'm on the under six and a half. But my concern is that you have a team with a very, 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 very high shooting percentage where everything seems to be kind of going right for them against a team that's kind of struggling to buy a save right now. Um, I don't know if that you know necessarily ends well for Colorado. Hopefully they can. Uh, hopefully they can get their saves tonight, though, because I think this uh, number's a little bit too high. This total-wise, getting this significant plus money on under six and a half. Vancouver just remains a hard under team for me. Doesn't matter that you know they had a you know Big Ten style score yesterday um, in that game against the Wild. This is still a very low event team, a very good defensive team, uh, and a team that does not generate a high volume of offense, but obviously converts at an insane rate. Um, the abs profile is an under as an over team, but they are kind of not when you dive a little bit deeper and you just kind of see how adaptable they are based on their opponents. So they kind of get pulled into these track meets when they play teams that generate a ton of offense. It's like recent games against like Florida, uh, the hurricanes, the devils. Yeah. Those turned into sort of blow for blow high event sort of meetings where um, you got a ton of offense, ton of goals, whatever. Canucks are not that type of team. That's not the type of game the Canucks will want to play against the Avalanche either. Uh, so I think that this 
this total shouldn't be as high as it is. And it only is that more so based on kind of inflated numbers. But if you look at this, like from more of a granular matchup based thing, uh, this total should be a little bit lower, should be closer to around the minus 110, minus 110, six and a half range. So getting plus money is uh, is a good look, in my opinion. And if and if uh, Rick Tockett is the Jack Adams award winner, like I think we all think that he is, uh, after quote unquote giving, a, even though the goals, listen, you had two empty net goals, you had four power play goals, you had a couple of you know post power play avalanche type goals, and me like Alex mentioned, like Minnesota, like when that barn gets going, right, like it gets it gets pretty hot in there. So there was a couple of goals that came after the the first sort of flood of power play goals. So you're not going to look back at that game being like. Oh, you idiots gave up 10 goals. Like, you know, get your, you know, act together. But as a hockey coach, like they will look for something, right? And so Tockett will make sure they have it sort of buttoned up defensively. Uh, obviously, Demko being in, in the lineup, certainly sort of helpful for, for that motivation as well. So I think Alex is right, right? Like the game they're going to try to play here is low event <laughs> and, and, and try to do the thing, which they often do, where they take advantage of their high danger chances better than the opponent does because... They have good players. Final game that we've got bets in here tonight. We've got the Vegas Golden Knights hosting the Nashville. Let me get this right. Um, Mereditors. Yes, I think that that was what it was determined as. The That's Nashville right. Mereditors uh, in, into Vegas here. Nashville plus 121. Vegas minus 134. Total of six here. Uh, Moretto, what is it that you're looking at in this game and uh, and why? Um, I am looking at the, uh, I honestly, I was looking at, uh, kind of Vegas too. And I did just add a little bit of Vegas of a Vegas bet recently, but, um, my, the initial bet that I had and that I'm giving out kind of here would be the under six. Uh, you can get that at minus 120, fairly widely available. I mean, I consider, although it's, it's probably, I shouldn't because of our audience, but I consider the penny to be pretty widely available. Um, but yeah, I think you got you got it at a bunch of other spots too, right? I don't have it up right now. Yeah. 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 Uh, Tons yeah, of spots. Yeah. Minus one nineteen, minus one twenty. Okay, we're good. Um, so defensively, the Predators' numbers, especially like if you look at their like recent numbers, last thirty days, last two weeks, whatever, uh, they're very much skewed by two games against the Devils and the Stars. They allowed over nine expected goals for uh, nine expected goals in those two games. Both of those teams are lighting the world on fire right now. I mean, they're they're generating as much as they want against pretty much anyone. So kind of hard to hold the Predators accountable for that. Um, definitely more outliers to me. You take those numbers out, they're much more reasonable, um, much lower event kind of team. They're generating good offense, but they're not scoring. Again, typical Predators, they can't score a lot of goals. They, they need a lot of chances to score. Now you're getting uh, an Aiden Hill start tonight, obviously for the for uh, for Vegas after Logan Thompson went against the Sharks last night and got a shutout, you know, kudos for him. Um, but yeah, you're getting the Aiden Hill start tonight. Uh, that's not going to help the Predators start suddenly converting these chances into goals. And you have a Vegas team that doesn't generate offense at a high rate. Um, very structured team in their approach. This this just shouts uh, low event game. I really expected the five and a halfs to be what were widely available here. So. To get minus 126s um, feels like a bit of a gift, and uh, that is what I'm on here. I'm also on Vegas for a bit of a smaller play. Um, the minus 134s, minus 135s that are out there, I think, are uh, are a decent bet. Do you want to lock that in for the show, like a half unit here on the Maybe show? We'll do a half unit on Vegas as well, yeah. All right, minus 134, two bets in this game. Um, Matt, what are your thoughts on both of these bets that have been locked in here by Moretto? Uh, wasn't really paying attention. We've got uh, an announcement <laughs> okay. to make. Uh, the St. Louis Blues are available at 89 and a half in the regular season points market. Okay. Uh, well, I'm glad I'm, under... I'm appreciative that even though you weren't paying attention, you were doing was... something for the show. So listen, that's now nice that we're trying, you. Zach, now that we're trying, <laughs> now that we're trying, exactly. <laughs> you know, I'm, we're working, we're working on some stuff over here, right? So we got, you know, a, a and honestly, that wild plus 350 to make the playoffs, that was a bit of a rogue number. Um, and again, a popular, uh, widely available sports book. And uh, really doing some work here. Wow. Yeah, man. It's February 20th. Like, I finally <laughs> have to actually do some, you know, put some effort. We got to get in the lab, boys. Gang. Get in the lab. We got to get in the lab put in, here. You worked 45 hours last week? 46 this 46 week. 46 this week for you guys. <laughs> That's a complimentary yeah. hour that you guys didn't pay for. 
think about yes. that for a second. Yes. Amazing. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Um, yeah. yeah, no, you guys were talking about the Nashville Vegas game. Uh, I'm uh, yes. actually, I do have a question. Are we getting any of these guys back for Vegas? The two, the two big guys that were allegedly coming back towards the end of February. Do we have anything on that? Cause I do think that's a little short. Um, but as Alex mentioned, Nashville, not good at actually shooting the puck into the net and honestly not particularly good at keeping out of their own net. So I don't, you know, and we talked about this weeks ago. I've I'm, I'm done with the Vegas golden Knights games. Like they don't, I wasn't paying attention, not, you know, for lack of interest. It was, I just don't acknowledge Vegas as a hockey team um, within the betting market <laughs> anymore. I understand they won the Stanley cup. I do, I do vaguely recall that uh, it's more just like, I, I, I don't want them on my board. I don't want them offered yeah. to me in any sort of wagering capacity. You know, I'm glad that they're still a team. They put on a good show, you know, but I don't, I don't want to bet on or against them. I don't want to partake in their games. Um, I rather look for uh, prices on the blues to, uh, you know, to help Alex out. I don't know. Is 89 and a half good? I don't even know. Like my numbers say like that this team from a quality perspective is like about an 81 point team now, yeah. but they've got some points banked from, they you do. know, magic. Mm -hmm. Let's, let's say um, I'm sitting on 90 and a half and 88 and a half unders. So 89 and a half would be good for me. Okay. There you go. Good for this guy. At least you're welcome. Um, everybody. Also, uh, the two guys you were asking about who were back for yeah Vegas. eichel and uh and theodore right like are we theodore are i think is going to be back tonight it sounds like okay. he might have played last night um oh did it he was... didn't obviously so i think I that means they're going to save you for tonight and then uh i would expect him to be back tonight Shay theodore which will obviously help them out defensively um jack eichel was just i think the, a few days ago he was just transitioned to ltir so i don't imagine he's going to be back anytime soon Oh, so, okay, that sounds like a worse prognosis than sort of was originally thought, I think, because I think he was supposed to be back late February, but yeah, wasn't locked into the Golden Knights-Sharks uh, matchup yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Again, the uh, uh, the LTIR thing could also just be like purely for, you know, banking cap dollars and whatever, just the business side of things where he can, you can oh, move good. him onto LTIR for a week or two weeks and bring him back. I don't think yeah. that necessarily yeah. means call that a mini coochie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A mini cooch. Mini, a mini cooch. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, that that'll do it for all the picks that well, we had. On, uh, nope. No, not we're not touching that one, Alex. <laughs> Skip that, that one. <laughs> we're not doing that. Uh, that'll do it for the bets that we had for tonight's games. Uh, but there is a good question here in the chat or a good comment. No disgusting brothers this week. This is from our friend, the right wing fan. Uh, it's yeah. a dark Tuesday. Well. Not only is there no disgusting brothers, there's an opportunity here. If you look across the board, it's not really like there's many disgusting opportunities tonight, but there are two that kind of stick out. Yeah. First of all, it would be the Ottawa Senators uh, in Florida there at plus 227. And then the other one, I was wondering why Matt didn't do it, but now I kind of, I think I got it. The Blue Jackets are facing his Kings. So the conflict of interest there, you just, you can't do it when you have two powerhouses going head to head. You've got a disgusting That's brothers right. and the Kings on a Tuesday. Like it, it you, you don't mess with that kind of stuff. Yeah. And to be honest with you, I have a couple of percentage points of value on the Kings at minus 240. But if you think I'm laying minus right. 240 with the Kings, you're, you've lost your damn mind. Um, so the only <laughs> option fundamentally is the Senators. And, you know, call me a weirdo, but like would have kind of preferred them to lose to Tampa in order to talk myself into them against <laughs> Florida tonight. Right. Because, you know, we probably would have gotten a better number. My kind of cutoff point for them to be eligible for the. Dis <laughs> You're on the show. You could have just You're said that game. one. Yeah, no, it doesn't have the same effect. Play. It doesn't. You can't. The Los Angeles Kings. You would have had to really spell bad. it out and then it loses its effect. I had to type it out is there. It, you is, have to see is, it. You have to visualize it. Is Los Angeles better than Los Angeles? Probably. I think Probably. both are good. Yeah. I think Probably. both are good. Summer saying. Uh, yeah. Saying. Uh, yeah. Sort of the, the, the sort of uh, starting point, and maybe it gets there. And if you're absolutely looking to get weird tonight, and you see that yeah. this number pops up, the starting point for senators for the senators tonight's like plus two forty, two fifty. That's like where we even start having a conversation about how disgusting we're looking to get. Um, but for tonight, we'll traffic in those three games that we've mentioned before that are sort of in and around the pick'em uh, milieu, if you will. Right.
Wow. All right, there you go. That'll do it for uh, for today's shows, for today's picks. Let's take a look at what we've locked in here. Again, you can find this all in the BetStamp app in the Find Better section as Edgework HQ. But to recap here, uh, these are all full unit plays other unless I specify because there is one here. So just pay attention for that one. But full unit otherwise. Re recapping today's plays, we've got the Devils Capitals over 6.5 minus 101. The Penguins money line minus 129 there against the Islanders. The Minnesota Wilds money line plus 135 against the Winnipeg Jets. The Canucks Avalanche under six and a half plus 110. The Avalanche money line minus 141. The Vegas Golden Knights money line minus 134. Half unit on that one. That is our half unit play there. Uh, and then finally, the Nashville Predators Vegas Golden Knights under six minus 118. Those are our plays for tonight. Boy, seven bets. We went what? What was it last week, Murado? Two and seven, I think it was that we said. Let why not go why seven? Are we this on week? This? Zach, why are we I harping yeah, on this? I, I, because we're a transparent show. We're a transparent show. We're not going to we pretend like this didn't happen. I'm done with the. I'm done with. And we're in the lab now. The transparency okay. Thing. okay. Okay. Now we're trying. Now we're trying. I, now we'll get it back on track. Seven and zero. We're in the lab. I don't see a loser. Okay. No, I don't either. I think that this is a seven and zero night. And we get ourselves closer and closer to the 10% ROI on the season. And uh, everyone goes home happy, uh, sleeps in their beds, and thoughts of sugar plums and whatever all good stuff, I, whatever else is in that song or that poem uh, dancing in their heads. Uh, but thanks to everyone who tuned in here today. We do appreciate it. Viewership was high, and that has to do with you guys smashing that like button, subscribing to the channel while watching. Also, as well, everyone participating in the chat. We appreciate the comments. We appreciate the uh Mereditors comments and the <laughs> dallas Mereditors and los angeles and all that stuff thank you guys so much for participating uh we do appreciate it uh, we appreciate all the support that you guys uh continue to bring here but if you haven't already like the stream like the video subscribe to the channel thanks so much for everyone uh to everyone for tuning in we'll be back tomorrow morning at 10 30 a.m eastern time for uh rangers talk radio you flip over from canucks talk to rangers talk uh tomorrow Matt so. from Massapequa? Should be exciting. Isn't that a, that <laughs> yeah. a Southampton? Yes. We'll get into that. We go from, where were you from today? Matt from uh, where? North Delta. North Delta. North Delta. Okay. There you go. Matt, uh, <laughs> Matt from North Delta into, <laughs> right. Morgan from uh, into Rangers Talk tomorrow. We Thanks to everyone who tuned in. Matt Shesterkin uh, trade rumors tomorrow too. Yes, that'll be tomorrow. We'll save that for the Rangers guy uh, on tomorrow's show. But uh, Moretto. Matt, thank you guys for taking the time to do this here this morning. Greatly appreciate it, as always. For everyone else out there in the chat, again, like the stream, subscribe to the channel. Enjoy the games tonight. Good luck on your bets.